Now, there's going to be some voting going on today at the Pima County Supervisors meeting. Uh, and there's going to be some uh, fake outrage as well. And to talk about that, Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller joins us. Hi, Allie. How you doing? Uh, good morning, Garrett. I'm great. How are you? Excellent. So let's start with uh, Supervisor Dick Elias. Okay. Um, he has something on the agenda that has nothing to do with roads or anything else that really has any impact on people here in Pima County, right? Right. He has a, a resolution opposing uh, the Trump administration's policy to basically enforce our laws. Mm. Um, he's got it painted as uh, Trump separating children from their parents, uh, and he doesn't think that these parents should be held in custody while they await trial for breaking our laws, entering the country illegally. As a result of that, the children are put in custody, as we all know, and we can only detain them for 20 days, yep. according to this consent decree that was signed in 1997. So he wants some, you know, the parents to be released. Um, just let them go with the children into the country, which, as we all know, these people disappear and most, most often never show yep, up they never for their show. court appearance. And I think the American people have had about enough, and they want these laws enforced. Um, and there's all this outrage over, you know, the children. Um, there's three bills that I'm aware of. Mark Meadows introduced another one. Uh, he's introducing it today. I just saw that on the news. And there's two other bills out there. When is Congress, when are the Democrats and the Republicans going to come to the table and roll up their sleeves and get the job done? Not going to happen. President Trump keeps, uh, you know, he's put out a very generous um, um, a proposal uh, several months ago, as you know, um, and they didn't come to the table then, and I suspect they may not come to the table now. It's not going to happen. Allie Miller is who you're listening to. She's Pima County Supervisor on KNST AM 790. Let's go back to Dick Elias's resolution. Uh-huh. Um, what impact does that have here in Pima County? I don't think it has any, mm. and we don't have the authority on the federal laws. It is grandstanding, and it is, um, you know, taking the eye off the ball. Um, I, I don't know if Richard's noticed, but he wants to bring more children in, provide more services, build more infrastructure, um, but he forgets. We have, what, what is the percentage of our population living in poverty? We can't fix the roads. We don't have the money to do that, according to uh, the board. So how are we going to, why, why are we meddling in this? This is up to the Congress uh, to solve this problem. Yep. And, um, you know, it'll be a whole room full of people coming in this morning expressing outrage. I don't know where they were in 2014. I don't recall them coming in complaining about the Obama administration detaining these children. No, they don't. Now, let me ask you, I don't know how it works. You guys have, you know, there's all these archaic rules and stuff like that uh, when you guys are up there. So if he introduces this resolution uh -huh. and he talks about it, do you have the ability to chime in after he's done talking and ask him questions or no? Yeah, I do. I have uh, the ability to uh, express my opinion, which I will. So, and yeah, um, we I, will have an open call to the public, so there's going to be a whole lot of individuals. Um, oh, I don't good. know if you're aware of the way Richard, he, he and Sharon Bronson will have dozens and dozens of people uh, coming in to speak at this. Uh, call to the audience, and then at the end of it, before you vote or at the time you vote, you uh, each supervisor can express their opinion on uh, it. I'm hoping that you or someone else that go, that goes to get your back, that goes to the supervisors meeting this morning at nine o'clock, um, 
can maybe ask uh, Supervisor Dickelius if he is against separating families if one of the parents is arrested for drugs, assault, robbery, um, anything like that where a parent's going to be separated from their child. Yeah, I, 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 American citizens that go to prison, uh, they're not allowed to take the, their children with them. And, and this is the thing. They're separated while they're in prison. And these people are breaking our laws, and mm-hmm. people are sick and tired of it. And, and as you know, MS-13 members, have uh, they understand our system, and they know how to get in here. So they're bringing children with them. They're probably kidnapping them. We don't know. And then they expect us to just release these children back with their parents and uh, supposed parents, yeah. we just don't know. And, you know, the last time uh, this happened in 2014, I think it was uh, the CBS News reported that at least 1,500 immigrant children in U.S. custody were, quote, lost. Mm-hmm. No one knows where they ended up. Uh, you know, uh, sex slavery, uh, drug cartel members were taking these children. We don't know where those children ended up. And, This policy of allowing these individuals to come into the country using a child um, and and coming in and being released into our society, we've got to stop it. uh, President Trump wants to stop it, and the American people, uh, they voted, and, and they elected President Trump because of that reason, and it's time to stop it. And Congress needs to get to work and solve this problem, and we need our border wall. That would end it. If we had our border wall, these people wouldn't be getting in here uh, illegally, at least not as many. And um, it's time that we do something about our border. Uh, It would be nice. uh, But again, again, you have uh, people on the board that actually don't want a border. Oh, Um, no, absolutely not. They don't want they want open borders. Um, They don't believe we should have a sovereign nation and that we should just allow people to come in here willy nilly and. The majority of us have seen the results of what has happened in Europe. Um, the, you know, it's a mess over there because they're not assimilating into society. They're nope. coming in and they're, they're bringing uh, their customs from their original countries. They're raping women and, and young girls, mm-hmm. and we can't allow that here. And I'm just grateful that President Trump has finally decided to enforce the laws. Yep, and and I'm you know it's it's disparaging to see, and I talked about it in the last hour. Disparaging to see a lot of Republicans, or not a lot, some Republicans, uh, turning their back and giving in oh, already. Yeah. And it's like this. I'm telling you, just you know, the president was elected. Nobody thinks he's an angel. We all know he's not an angel, right? Um, but we like the job that he's going to do about for America. We don't want a saint. We don't need a saint. Just get the job done for us, and that's what he's doing. And the fact that he was elected a month after a tape came out where he talked about grabbing women in the you know what. Yeah. Um, this kind of, I think most people, it's not people on TV and it's not Democrats, but most Americans sit back and say, I'm sick and tired of these people coming across our border, acting like they deserve stuff. That's right. And that's why, as you said, that's exactly why president Trump was elected. Um, we want someone that is going to stand up and get the job done and not collapse. Like a lot of these Republican, uh, swamp people mm-hmm. just continue, like you said, turning their backs on the president and collapsing every time someone challenges them. It's time to stand up and be stronger. We're not going to have a country left if we continue to allow this kind of activity to go on. So it's finally President Trump is stopping it. He's going to force a solution because 
the Democrats and Republicans in Congress have not come together to get a solution, and now he's forcing them to come up with a solution, which I'm grateful for. Yep. Uh, Allie Miller's on KNST AM790. She's a Pima County supervisor. So today you guys are going to vote, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to fail, obviously. You need five unanimous votes to implement a sales tax, right. where not even all the money was going to go to the roads. Supervisor Dick Elias wanted $3 million, uh, earmarked for poor people who he thinks are going to be uh, taxed, I-, I guess, at an unfair rate, or they'll have to pay more, they don't have any money, blah, 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 whatever. Well, we keep raising their tax rates, and then we end up with more people in poverty. And yep. then, oh, by the way, let's pull some money aside to help these people in poverty. I call that enslavement. We've got to stop raising taxes. Um, I'm actually introducing a proposal. I do not believe the sales tax is going to pass. I can, I can, uh, Steve Christie has said he's not going to support it. Um, Richard Elias, I don't believe, is going to support it unless he got that money. And I can tell you I'm not going to support it because people are taxed enough. And I comb through the budget that is being also being voted on today. And um, by cutting some spending, by postponing $10 million in soccer and stadium improvements, Mm -hmm. I have found more than $30 million in cuts to put to roads. And I have my uh, package that I'm going to be presenting to the board this morning. And I also found $2 million to give to the sheriff's department to um, make sure that the deputies are paid according to what the step plan that they've been, um, you know, threatening legal action over. And that will end that lawsuit, if there's going to be a lawsuit. It will end that litigation it will uh, get the deputies. It'll increase morale. It'll give them enough money. It was in addition to what they had already uh, considered for raises. I had a visit from the uh, the uh, president of the uh, sheriff's deputy association, and he told me all we need is 1.8 million more to be able to get all these guys up to where they should be based on the step plan. And um, as a result of going through the budget, and I have it department by department the cuts. And the maximum amount that any department was cut was 10% of their general fund spending. That's the maximum. Uh, elections, recorder office, I didn't cut because we have elections coming up. I didn't cut parks and recs because that's one of our core services. And increased the sheriff and also added uh, $30 million to the Department of Transportation and reallocated another $8 million from their operations budget into roads, because the problem is that the Department of Transportation's budget is is $43 million. They've grown that department to the point where all you can do is pay salaries and and the um, operating expenses. And again, so they've grown that, and yet they outsource most of the actual road repair work, right? Absolutely. Uh, Any of the pavement preservation is all outsourced, Mm. as it should be. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be buying, you know, paving equipment, competing with the private sector. No. Let's get the money out there to the private sector and do competitive bids and get the job done. And um, this wasn't, uh, uh, I, I think this is pretty simple plan, postponing soccer and stadium improvements of $10 million. Why? Why can't we do that? Uh, if everyone believes that the roads are the number one priority, and that's all I've been hearing lately, is now we're ready to do the roads. It's a priority. If we can't push that one uh, capital project out, then we're not interested in solving the problem. So I'm going to be presenting this to the board this morning. 
Um, as you know, they also have, um, Chuck is uh, talking about uh, now uh, running a bond. And all mm-hmm. that needs is a simple majority vote to approve putting it on the ballot. I do expect that will be passed. I hope the voters hold strong like they did in 2015 and say enough is enough. It's insane to bond for roads and pay interest on the monies that, that you're uh, using on the roads instead of becoming fiscally disciplined and spending the money that we get. This year we're expecting $91 million back from the state for um, gas tax and um, vehicle license tax monies. And it's time we got disciplined and used those money. Because, again, real time. quick, real quick, running out of time, Allie, that money, Chuck uses that for pretty much whatever he wants, right? He gets a portion of it, yes. They, they are using it for paying the salaries, the overhead. About $18 million is used to pay off those 1997 bonds. That's why I'm against bonds. We're still bonding from 1997, and we're still paying them back $18 million a year. Um, doing bonds is not a good solution. I think cutting spending and reallocating monies and becoming fiscally disciplined is the right way to solve the problem. And I have a proposal on the table this morning. I highly doubt they'll be interested in hearing it, but I hope that people will be placing it up on the website so people can see line by line uh, how uh, we, we have a solution to this problem. Well, Allie, I look forward to the meeting, finding out what happens, and we'll get you on again to talk about it. Thank you so much for everything. Okay, thank you, Garrett. Take care. That's Allie Miller, Pima County Supervisor, right here on KNST.